welcome to CME on ReachMD. This activity, entitled The Role of IL-17 in PSA Pathophysiology and Treatment Plans, is provided by the National Psoriasis Foundation with educational partner Rockpoint and is supported by an independent educational grant from Lilly. Prior to beginning this activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives at ReachMD.com. Psoriatic arthritis is a complex disease with multiple immune cells and signaling molecules playing critical roles in its progression. That's why today we'll be investigating these immune-mediated inflammatory pathways, particularly those involving IL-17 and how they inform the latest guidelines in disease management. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle. And joining me to discuss the rationale for newer therapies for psoriatic arthritis is Dr. Siba Raychaudhary. Dr. Raychaudhary, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. To start us off, Dr. Raychaudhary, can you give us an overall picture of the pathophysiology of psoriatic arthritis and how these molecular changes, when unchecked, lead to disease progression? In psoriatic arthritis and also in psoriasis, a polymorphism of a number of genes have been observed, such as HLAC, HLAB27, IL-23 receptor, and IL-12B. Polymorphism can be influenced by various environmental factors, such as infections, toxins, with medications, such as with lithium or anti-malarial agents, and biomechanical forces. These factors can induce an immune-mediated inflammation, and that leads to the pathology typical for psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis, such as psoriasis plaque, synovial inflammation or synovitis, emphysitis, bone erosion, and new bone formation. Let me also tell briefly about the immunopathologic mechanisms responsible in psoriatic disease. Pathologic memory T cells migrate to the disease site and then interact with the antigen-presenting cells, which may cause liberation of array of cytokines. The T cell interacts with the addition molecule in the vessels and goes to the interstitium and there the T cell interacts with the antigen-presenting cells. Most important molecular interaction is between MHC of the APC, APC is the antigen-presenting cell, with the T cell receptor and the co-stimulatory molecules such as CD28 and CD26 and CD154 and CD40. These molecular interactions between the antigen-presenting cells and T-cells generates array of cytokines, including IL-17, and these cytokines can induce immune-mediated inflammation responsible for psoriatic arthritis. There are various T-cell subpopulations. The antigen-presenting cell and the T-cell interact under the influence of certain cytokines differentiate to a number of subpopulation which has specific cytokine signatures, such as Th1 cells, interferon gamma, for Th2, it is IL-4, 
And for TH17, the signature cytokines are IL-17A, IL-17F, and IL-22, whereas for Tregs, it is TGF-beta and IL-10. For TH17 cells, various cytokines help in differentiating the cells, which are TGF-beta, IL-6, and IL-23. And there are important transcription factors and signaling proteins such as PAT3 and ROR gamma T, which will help to differentiate the knife cells to TH17 cells. All of the aforementioned molecules could be a target for treatment of psoriatic arthritis. That's great, Dr. Ray Chaudhary. And if we focus on the role of IL-17 in the pathogenesis of psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis, and associated spondyloarthritic diseases, what can you tell us about that? Both skin and sinovel tissue of psoriatic arthritis is enriched with IL-17-positive T-cells. IL-17-producing T-cells are enriched in the synovium of psoriatic arthritis, and same thing can be seen in psoriasis plaque. Various external and internal triggering factors such as gut microbiome, HLA genetic background, and biochemical stress would trigger secretion of cytokines like IL-23, TGF-beta, IL-6, and IL-1b. And that will influence to differentiate NIPE T cells to TH17 cells, and then these TH17 cells make critical cytokines like IL-22 and IL-17. They do make TNF-alpha also. And then IL-17 and TNF-alpha induce the inflammatory component of the disease, like synovial inflammation, plaque formation, that is psoriasis, and bone erosion. For those of you who are just joining us, this is CME on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle, and I'm speaking with Dr. Siba Raychaudhary about the rationale for newer psoriatic arthritis therapies. So, Dr. Raychaudhary, returning to our discussion on treating psoriatic arthritis, what do the current GRAPA guidelines recommend for the use of IL-17 inhibitors? GRAPA guidelines is based on the six clinical domains of psoriatic arthritis which are peripheral arthritis, axial disease, enthesitis, dactylitis, skin involvement, and male psoriasis. According to Grupper treatment schema, anti-IL-17 can be considered for all these domains. More so for axial disease, enthesitis, and male involvement, even before considering traditional demerge such as methotrexate. Another set of guidelines come from the American College of Rheumatology and the National Psoriasis Foundation. So how have those guidelines addressed the use of IL-17 inhibitors in the treatment of patients with psoriatic arthritis? American College of Rheumatology, that is ACR, and NPF guidelines for psoriatic arthritis recommend for treatment of naive or untreated patients with active psoriatic arthritis, the use of TNF inhibitor biologic or oral small molecule is recommended over an interleukin IL-17 inhibitor. 
but an IL-17 inhibitor biologic may be used instead of TNF inhibitor biologics in patients with severe psoriasis or contraindications to TNF inhibitor biologics and may be used instead of oral small molecules in patients with severe psoriasis or severe psoriatic arthritis. In patients with active psoriatic arthritis, despite treatment with oral small molecules, switching to a TNF inhibitor and or an IL-17 inhibitor or an IL-12 IL-23 inhibitor biologic is recommended over switching to a different oral small molecule. And what about the EULAR guidelines with respect to the IL-17 inhibitors? How are they different? EULAR recommendations for management of psoriatic arthritis is based on phase 1 to phase 4. In phase 1, clinical diagnosis of active psoriatic arthritis is established, general measures such as NSAIDs and joint glucocorticoid injection can be considered. If disease progresses, that is in phase two, then ULR recommends to try methotrexate and other DMARDs. If disease still remains active, that is in phase three, biologics including anti-IL-17 has been recommended by ULAR. Now that we know more about what the latest guidelines recommend, Dr. Ray Chowdhury, can you give us a brief review of some of the safety and efficacy data for the available IL-17 inhibitors, secukinumab and ixekizumab? The randomized double-blind future five trials for secukinumab have demonstrated the efficacy of secukinumab on joints of psoriatic arthritis compared to the placebo in anti-TNF naive and anti-TNF resistant or anti-TNF failure patients. The ACR responses, ACR20, ACR50, and ACR70 were achieved quickly within 12 weeks and they were maintained over time. Overall, secukinumab was found to be effective, safe, and also the efficacy continued for 24 weeks. Follow-up studies demonstrated that this efficacy can last for two years. Secukinumab 300 milligram resulted in better outcomes in terms of resolution of anthocytes and dactylases versus secukinumab 150 milligram and placebo. Secukinumab 150 milligram also performed better than placebo. In respect to ixikizumab, in the spirit P1 trial for ixikizumab, ACR and PASI response were achieved quickly within eight weeks and its efficacy could be maintained over time. With ACR20 response, the efficacy was around 60%, which is comparable to other drugs, including anti-TNF and secukinumab. Similar results were seen in ACR50 response. With respect to skin, 
Parallelly, 75 response was more than 80%. And generally, we see Parallelly, 75, a little less with anti-TNF, and that is around 60% to 70%. Parallelly, 75 response of anti-IL-17 antibody for psoriasis has been found to be significantly more compared to anti-TNF in all available anti-IL-17 antibodies. For Ixikizumab, in the SPIRIT PI and P2 trial, with Ixikizumab, every two weeks and every four weeks was associated with a significantly greater number of patients reporting no dactylitis and no anthocytes at week 24 versus placebo. And before we close, Dr. Ray Chaudhary, what are the main takeaways you'd like to leave with our audience? IL-17 is a key player in the pathogenesis of psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Targeting IL-17 with newer pharmacotherapy is an effective means of mitigating disease activity and improving outcomes in patients with psoriatic arthritis. Well, you've certainly given us a lot to think about, Dr. Ray Chaudhary, and it's great knowing that improved outcomes are possible thanks to these newer advances. But unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. So I'd like to thank my guest, Dr. Siba Ray Chaudhary, for helping us better understand the role of IL-17 in the pathophysiology of psoriatic arthritis, as well as the recommendations for IL-17 therapies in our treatment plans. Dr. Ray Chaudhary, it was wonderful speaking with you today. It has been my pleasure uh, to talk with you, and thank you for arranging uh, this radio talk. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is supported by the National Psoriasis Foundation with educational partner Rockpoint and is supported by an independent educational grant from Lilly. To receive your free CME credit, or for other episodes in this series, go to ReachMD.com slash IL17PSA. Thank you for listening.